Hey, welcome back to Side Hustle Heroes HQ. We've got Andrew here. Hey, Andrew. Hey, how's it going, man? What podcast are we on, buddy? Podcast 26. Nice. Yeah, man. Excellent. Remember, remember podcast 20? I do. It was a big deal. Yep. Now it's way back there now. In the rear view mirror. Podcast 30 here pretty soon, bud. Yep. And of course, Jim Ed, I'm here. We're going to do, do our normal thing, of course, go over our numbers. We're going to talk about mindset and goals for over the holidays, being that uh, influencer is going into a huge season just any day now. And then we're going to have an interview with David and Marlene. There are a couple of people who do some neat stuff with authors. We're going to learn a lot about that. And then we'll do a little wrap up. Andrew, you want to kick us off with your numbers? Yeah, sounds good. Yeah, my yesterday's numbers were terrible. I was at $5. That's about yeah. as bad as it ever gets for you there. It's $5, isn't it? I got some negative days, but I'm not too concerned. It was just a lot of, I got over 11 sales. It just happened to be uh, items that didn't have very high commission. Again, it's, it's one of those things where if you can do higher commission items, the odds of that happening are a lot less, right? Just It just so happened today, all my items that sold were lower commission items. Not too concerned. Uh, my past seven days, $203. Sorry, my, it's hard to see. <laughs> Where are my glasses? They're somewhere. Oh, well, I think it's 203 and then, and then past 30 days is 760. But, but, but some of the numbers I'm seeing, I think a couple days ago, I had a $70 day or something like that. So that's what I'm talking about. Looking yeah. for those days. And I've put about, be honest with you, I've put very little effort in creating new videos lately. All this money coming in is stuff I've done months and months ago. But you can take that for what, what you you can take that for what it is. You could say, oh, that means that you're lazy and you're not doing anything. <laughs> you, could, you could say that. I'm not putting a lot of time and effort into Amazon Influencer because I'm working on my Amazon FBA business like crazy. It's hitting, it is hitting the peak season. That's the reason. And number two, I look at it like, it's great. The time and effort you put, put behind something like this months ago is still paying off today. I love it. And it just shows, I'm saying... Keep creating videos for sure. That's kind of our message, right? Jim Ed's a great example of that. Even though I'm not doing a lot of it, you should be doing as much as possible, as much as you have time for. And I plan to do a lot more of this during the holidays. In fact, Jim Ed and I, we've got something we've been doing. It's a, it's a little secret we can't even talk about right now, but we're going to be doing something mostly to test with ourselves first to see how it works. And it's going to be really interesting, but it may be a way to really propel a number of videos we're doing. You know what I'm talking about, Jim Ed? I do. I do. I'll be, yeah. I'll be excited to share a little more with that at another date. Let's sure. not, yeah, let's, we can't say a word about it yet because no, it's, we've got to test it first. We got to make sure. Secret, bro. All make right, sure go ahead and hit work. Yeah. Sorry. I didn't mean to cut you off, buddy. What, what no, are you doing? Now I'll say, man, with, with $760 for the past 30 days, that's, that's encouraging that, you know, you've kind of, you know, stopped making videos, but yet you really got a lot of return on your investment for the videos that you did do, you know, Absolutely. Yeah, it, absolutely. There's a lot of things. If you stop doing it, you know, my Amazon FBA business, if I stop sending stuff in, I'll make, I'll be making some money for a few months or so. And then as soon as the inventory ends up, runs out zero, zero sales. Yeah. yeah I mean, you, a lot of things like this, you put in the time and effort, you do a job, like a lot of these things you're doing project comes to completion. You get your paycheck. Thank you for your service. You're done. Yeah. It's kind of like a lot of people I'm, I like to be in the real estate and keep up with the real estate. And a lot of people will talk about how house flips, you know, it's just a job. 
you're just churning them through. Yeah, you're making money on it, but you're paying a lot of taxes. I'm more of the guy that's like, let's get a house ready and let's rent it and keep it so that it, it continues to pay you a lot less, but for a long time. My numbers yesterday, I actually had a really good day yesterday. I've had a, a really good week, I would say. Uh, yesterday was $191. Anything over $150, I'm excited about for sure. Yeah, good job. Like, like it to be in the triple digits, and when it's approaching two, that's awesome. Past seven days, $912, which I'll, I'll take that all day long. And then in the past 30, we're at 3610. Creeping closer to 4,000, man. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm still, let's see, we're the, we're about halfway through the month and I, I'm optimistic to hit 5k for November, but it will have, I'll have to have some $300 days peppered in there. Quite a few of them. We'll see though. Hey man, you saw Michael's post in the Facebook group, hopefully, but Michael's up to, we think we've had him on our podcast before and we helped coach him a little bit. I mean, he, I can't take all the credit for how strong he is at creating videos and just being a go-getter. He is, he's one of those guys. We need to have him back on again. Michael, I know you're probably listening. You're, you're the man, and we really appreciate you posting on the Facebook group and just do, getting at it. You're up to 200 videos now, and I think you said you had your first $100 day. Congratulations, Michael. That's awesome. Wow. Yeah, that is yeah. great. That is exactly, and I know you have some lofty goals, and I think you've hit most of the goals you've talked about as far as number of videos you're getting up. He's only been on, what, for what two or three months, and he already has 200 videos up. Cody's not too far behind him. We talked about Cody a lot also. He's yeah. up to, almost up to 200 yeah. videos. It's good to see our, I'm not going to say our students, but yeah, people we've really tried to help, invest in, and certainly are in contact with. And we'd love to hear, I don't know if Jimmy's watching our podcast or not, but no, Jimmy, we, he's one of the guys that's in Jim Cockrum's group, who's part of this whole Amazon community that we've become friends with a lot of these guys. He's gotten in recently. I wonder how he's doing. We'll have to touch base with him to see how his numbers are. Yeah, he said he'd be on the podcast. We probably need to get that live. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah. Perfect. Soon to be guest on our podcast, Jimmy Smith. Yep. Looking forward to that. Awesome. Anything else about your numbers before we get into the mindset and the goals for the holidays? We touched on this a little bit last week, I think, but you know, I think it's a good time to to talk about that as well. We got a lot of a lot of good weeks left through the rest of the year. I've certainly seen a spike in my numbers recently with my FBA numbers. I think I told you yesterday I had an all-time high, I think, in my Amazon FBA numbers, which tells me we're kind of turning the corners and heading towards the holidays. Yeah, that's exciting. Of course, Influencer would be just a couple of days behind that. Hopefully, the next couple of days, we'll see some huge spikes in yeah. the numbers there. Yeah. Mm -hmm. now, now, as far as my numbers go, I think we got it about wrapped up there. I'm wanting to hit I'm wanting to hit 5K this month. It's kind of my goal and just nice. kind of hopefully get there. But I, I'm going to need the pull through from Amazon on the holidays to make that happen for sure. Yeah. I was going to mention the increased commission promotion. Probably some of our listeners, some of you guys probably did get the invite. We, Jim Ed and I, unfortunately didn't. I got on one of my burner accounts and the, the, the promotion was just to increase commission across several categories. Our buddy Cody got that. And again, guys, if you hear us mentioning, oh, I heard you say that last podcast. Fine, fine. It's okay. <laughs> just go with us. We're just kind of repeating, repeat, repeat them some things sometimes because we have some new things to add to it. But this this commission, hopefully you guys, a lot of you guys are getting this and it can really be a nice boost for you. If you haven't gotten it, I think it's one of these things where don't sit there and lick your wounds and try about it. It's, it is what it is. You know, and th there's been some promotions that 
Jim had got invited to, I didn't, and vice versa, although I can't remember if I got invited to anything Jim had hasn't, but so far. But that's just the way it is in life. You know, are we still going to make some good money during the holidays? We certainly can. I guess I, I want to ask you a question, Jim, Ed, because if I ask you a question, it prevents me from talking too much. But how about some goals you set for yourself? Okay, you've had a good trajectory of creating videos. Um, are you are you going to try to elevate that number coming into the holidays? Or are you kind of saying it's business, it's business as usual? I know the holidays are coming. I'm going to keep turning, churning out videos like I've been doing. Or are you going to try to elevate that and do more than you've normally done? Neither, unfortunately. Uh, I wish I did fall into one of those two categories of, you know, doing a little more or doing a lot more. Oh, no, the same or more than you're uh, doing already. Probably less. Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. You tell. As this, we're, we're airing this on the 15th of November. Next week is uh, Thanksgiving week, and I'm going to take the whole week off. I've got a high-end custom fence that I'm going to build between my house and my shop. It's, I guess it's about 50, 60 feet. Yeah, 50, 50-ish feet in length. And I've got to do a lot of welding on it. I've got to do, I've got to drill some six-inch holes in concrete and put posts in. It's going to be a pretty major undertaking. And then, of course, we've got Thanksgiving holiday mixed in there, too. Spend some time with family. But We'll just see what I get done this week. I've got some videos I need to get wrapped up. I'll try to get that done, you know, throughout the week between podcasts and whatnot. But yeah, I would love to say I, I'm ramping it up, but I'd, I'd say I'll be actually slowing it down because Christmas week, we're also traveling. So that's going to, we're going to kind of be out on videos there for the most part. My, my parents will have a few that I can probably do at, at their house, but short of that, I'm going to be it's going to be a slower next six weeks for me. What yeah, about you? Yeah, I mean, it, I, just to your point, it's kind of like we were talking about. You've already got a lot of videos up. You've got things going on. You're going to enjoy your holidays. You've got some projects planning. I mean, you've got a lot of videos up, and you're definitely going to see. I'd be really surprised if you don't see a nice lift in your numbers just because it's the holidays. And I think it's one of those things where there's times to sacrifice, and I think your sacrifice was probably before the holidays. You said holidays are coming. What did you do from March to now? You busted it, right? Since yeah, you got from, it was March, April. From, from July. Yeah. From from a little bit before July, I was I was under two hundred videos. And now here we are mid November and I'm at six twenty. And you yeah, know, yeah. Some, some people put idea lists up, those count. I don't do any of that. Some people put this or that videos up where they maybe put up 500 videos that were somewhat similar and whatnot that really probably aren't money makers or more spiff earners. My videos are not that. So hopefully, yeah, these videos, these 600 or 620 quality videos that are going to earn money over the holidays. That's a good point. Let's wrap up with that thought because we did get a good Facebook post about quality. They're wondering, is quality going to trump conversion rates or something is quality going to be a bigger factor for Amazon going forward. That's that'd be an interesting thing to talk about. Andrew, this would probably be a good time to hear a quick word from our sponsor. Hey, it's Jim Ed from side hustle heroes HQ. If you hadn't seen enough of Andrew and I and want a little bit more, well, guess what? We have a course coming out. It's coming out soon. And if you want to be notified and be the first to be notified, all you have to do is go to proven AZ influencer.com. Andrew, do you want to introduce our guests? Yeah. Welcome David and Marlene to the podcast. We're so happy that you joined us today. 
typically what we'd like to do is the first thing is is tell us who you are and and what you'd like us to know about you and certainly our what our audience should know about you we, let's start first with marlene yeah thank you i am a long-term advertising executive my degree of course writing and journalism was where i got my start in public relations but our side hustle or our, our passion project, if you will, David and I work together in advertising and we have moved toward writing books and writing content and creating stories. We like to call them good stories. And then developing a small publishing house where we can take what we're considering really good stories, really motivational, inspirational stories of sometimes real people, sometimes not, but and, and make people's lives better with the stories we tell. Love it. Awesome. What about you, David? First of all, thanks for having us on. It's great to be with you guys. Um, yeah. I'm a writer by specialty. I started out as a newspaper reporter and photographer. Worked with Marlene for a while in the in the ad game, in the agency game, game, and for the last for more decades than I'd like to admit, I've been a, <laughs> an independent, a freelance writer, mostly in the corporate arena, doing everything from writing video and TV commercial scripts to speeches, annual reports, you name it. Started down the author path about 10 years ago started writing what was what was then just daily and weekly blogs personal experiences and then started compiling those essays into a couple of books that I've written over the last few years and Mar as Marlene had alluded to she and I have collaborated on a couple of books co-written a book I helped edit uh, a book that she wrote and now we're you know we're working together to build you know to build a resource not only for ourselves but also for independent authors who either want to get started or want to continue down that publishing path. Right. Yeah, sounds good. So tell us what are some of your biggest accomplishments so far in your in this in your either in this publishing business or just in, in this in your career so far? Marlene? Man, I'm going to I'm going to stick with the publishing side. The career is, you know, being able to be in advertising successful for 30 years and manage that probably. But but on the publishing side and on our passion project, I think David and I are really proud of the books that we've that we've published. We're we're careful and considerate about our writing styles and how the layout looks. And I think if anything, when we work with and hope to work with more what I'll call aspiring authors like us is to really help them keep that quality high. So we're very we're very sound about the fact that we want to write books that people can share and read, make their lives better. But the writing is good and the layout is good and the mm -hmm. covers are really interesting. We're, we're, we're working with that and, and then helping them market to, you know, to hit those target audiences of, of the readers that they want to share that story with. Yeah, it makes sense. What about you, David? Well, I'm going to come right out and say what everybody's thinking who's got a side hustle in that I was able to publish a book while I was also working on client work and putting food on the table. Uh, mm -hmm. I'm a believer now that is, I think everybody's got a side hustle is yeah. work gets in the way. <laughs> work always, work Absolutely. ruins everything. <laughs> you know, I, my journey it was long because I wrote a lot of essays for a lot of days and I built up a lot of content hundreds of thousands of words so that by the time I was ready to to publish I had enough stuff that I could hand pick some mm -hmm. some essays to make that first book and then after that it like anything else everything gets easier after that I think my biggest accomplishment frankly was getting a book done especially while I was living life mm -hmm. and you know and helping my wife support our family and yeah. make a living 
What was the book that what was that book that you published? Well, the first book I published was a book of essays called Ear and Words, and that was based on in, in 2013, 2014, I challenged myself to write an, an essay every morning mm-hmm. and post it and to do that every morning for a year. And oh, wow. the goal was to write th- at least 365 words every morning and post it by like seven o'clock. I'd have rules for myself where I wasn't going to do it. Yeah. And, and, and my, my other, my other rule for myself was I wasn't going to prepare the night before I wasn't going to have, it. it was whatever I, whatever was on my mind mm-hmm. that morning, that's what I was going to write. And, um, I ended up averaging somewhere between a thousand to 2000 words every morning for a year at that after that amount of time, I had a half million words. My first book was a selection of those essays. And then my second book, which I released in 2020, it was titled, I Told You I Was Dehydrated. That's another book of mostly humorous essays, same type of thing, you know, all kind of what a friend of mine called bathroom reading. It takes you about five to 10 minutes to read, a, to read an essay. There's no, there's no plot lines, so but you can pick it up and put it down. That's, that's the kind of stuff. That's mo- primarily the kind of stuff I write. You had pretty good success with the two books? I determined success in the fact that people like what I read. Um, sales are not high, I have to admit. I mean, and I think Marlene and I can both talk to that. I mean, this is, you know, the publishing business these days, or even traditionally, is is like the music business or anything else. I mean, you, you, you have to determine what you want out of your writing. Because if you're going into it saying, I'm going to sell a million copies... You're, you're, you're kind of barking up the wrong tree. I think you right. have to do it for a specific reason, and then you just have to work hard to see if you can get people to notice. And we're still in that getting people to notice phase. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I would say the same thing. Anybody who wants to write a book, you know, you're, you're, it's different if you're Matthew McConaughey, you'll probably sell a million books. But if you're not Matthew right. McConaughey, yeah. and even some of those books don't do well because they're not well written. His happens to be very well written. But, but I think that it's, it, you write for an audience or you write for yourself. And then, and then as you build, like anything, I'm sure you guys understand, as you build more content and you get your name out there, your books will sell, sell more. My first book, didn't yeah. sell as much as my second or my third or my fourth you know you start to kind of build build that foundation as an author people have an expectation of what they're going to read when they read your stories and then over time the sales will come and that's why i think too why one of the reasons major reasons why marlene and i came together not only to write as writing partners but then to start good stories publishing because we thought we could not only assist other authors but we can also we're, we're you know we're working on building that audience who's looking yeah. for diff- something different something mm-hmm. fresh something new and you know because it is it's it's a it's a it's a slog I mean, it's, mm-hmm. it's, it's the equivalent of seriously writing music and going out and playing in bars on Thursday nights, hoping somebody right. notices you, you know, and yeah. we wanted to create a formal organization and put ourselves out there and market ourselves so mm-hmm. that we can not only get attention, but help give others, other authors attention as well. When did you launch Good Stories Publishing and how, the, how has that been going so far? And three part question. And, and what is your kind of like, how can you differentiate yourselves from other publishers and, and what is sort of your value add to aspiring publishers with, with your service? Okay. Tomorrow I think we, we take that. Yeah. yeah, we we probably launched in 2021. It's only been a couple of years for the actual publishing company. Mm-hmm. We actually launched after we wrote, finished our, our joint book. 
And I think the value add for us, there's a couple things. I think every publisher sort of has their thing, right? Ours will def is is definitely focusing on more indie type books. Mm-hmm. And we've talked about really good stories. We're not romance. We're not horror. We're not any of those kinds of things. This is more about inspiration and quality storytelling. And, and those are the kind of authors I think that are going to come to us and say, hey, we need some help. We want, I want somebody to help me with, you know, how do I find a good cover designer? How do I find a good layout person? How do you get an ISBN number? How do you register with the Library of Congress? And all those things that, you know, people who just like to write maybe don't know, or they're, if they're thinking that they're going to go to, you know, the McGraw, publishing house and then they get rejected those are the things that maybe they thought that publisher would do we're somewhere in the middle there right Mm -hmm. our goal is to really try to keep it keep the author in control of his own content while we help them get the book on the market marlene and i both did kind of a diy approach in our in in early books we know what that's like you know what we did is we leveraged that into becoming informed and to putting Right. We have we have some partners around us that can whether it's copy editing or it's graphic design or it's cover design or that kind of stuff where as she said we can really bring things together so that even if you're an indie publisher or you have a very small budget or you're just trying to you just want to self publish a book so that you can put it on a shelf and give it to your family it's still going to look and feel and read like a book that somebody has gotten in a bookstore or seen in a library yeah do both of you guys still have your full time jobs. I am down to three days a week, so I am I am starting to really focus on the writing. David is David's got a little more, a little I'm more. Still, I'm still chasing dollars. <laughs> He's got a little more responsibility, but but I still work. Yeah, I'm still you know I'm still the head, the the CEO of the company. I'm still, yeah, I'm still working. Nice, that sounds good, Jim. I don't know if you have any other questions, but I just have I just have one main question, really, because I think that. Our audience is really people who are aspiring. You know, we're doing multiple side hustles and specifically Amazon Influencer. A lot of our right. listeners are doing Amazon Influencer. It's about, you know, shooting videos. It's about affiliate programs, right? That, that's sort of the background. Social yeah. media. With Those who are listening to our podcast are, are doing those things, are interested yeah. in making a lot. I mean, there's probably some that are doing side hustles or whatever you call it full time. But a lot of them, I think, have jobs and they're just trying to get some, you know, make some additional money. In some cases, they want to build their income up to this, where they can actually quit their full time jobs. Yeah. All the, I'd love to get like an application of like, you guys have sort of done this. You have your, you had your full time jobs. You started this publishing business. What are some lessons you learn along the way that can be applied to other side hustles? Well, I think one of the things for your Amazon affiliates is that you really do have to think a little bit about your brand what is your brand that you're if you're doing those videos can you brand them can they have a look can they have a feel can they have a theme because that's how you really engage with customers I think they 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 get to know you so they get to know that that series of but, you know, whatever you're going to put out there has a familiarity that they can connect with. I would, that would be one of my recommendations of, you know, when we did, when we did the new LifePoint book series, we decided to actually make it a series and have a look and all those little things like just how we're developing some of our internet like videos and things like that they will all have like a card at the beginning they'll all look the same they'll have this campaign mm-hmm. theme with them so that our our audiences can kind of find us a little bit easier connect right. with us a little bit easier so that would definitely be one thing i would say yeah That's and, great. and yeah. i think and i think too and i think there's that balance then of 
of and when Marlene says brand, I mean you got to realize that both of us have worked in marketing and advertising. I mean, mm-hmm. we have kind of we have a little bit of a formal definition of that. Really, mm-hmm. what we have to do is we have to pull ourselves out of that a little bit because we're getting a little more organic with this, right? When we say brand, it's like maybe your brand is the guy who's slumping back on the couch with a video controller in his hand while he's shooting a video. That's fine if that's your right. brand. Right. But yeah. then make it that and, and, and own it, right? right? Because the other side of it is delivery, right? It, 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 people get in this spiral of, I want it to be really good or I want it to be this or that. But if it's not out there, it's not helping you, right? Delivery is the other side of that, is is consistency and delivery. And if people are expecting to see stuff from you three times a week, commit to it and mm-hmm. and deliver it because that's what's going to get your results. The best product in the world doesn't do anything if it, if it's if it's constantly being refined and never delivered. Right. Yeah, that's, that's great advice there for sure. And I, I kind of feel like a lot of there is just being authentic, right? Who, who are you? Be that person. Yeah. I mean, there's definitely people who are in this space that there's always going to be the people who are cheating or just cutting corners. <laughs> and they're just they're basically just sometimes copying other people's videos or yeah. they're they're just doing real low quality type stuff. Yeah. I think we, Jim and I were, Jim and I were talking about this before you guys came on that in the future, we have a feeling Amazon's going to be looking more for quality. Right. So, yeah. hey, you got a thousand videos. Great. But those thousand videos are just low quality. It's not really right. helping people make a more informed buying decision. Well, and right. two things about that. It's it's easier yeah. to get quality now because, I mean, the technology you want to buy for what you need to do has become so there's, there's very few financial obstacles to a certain degree to entry. Right. There's mm-hmm. that. But then the other side of it is, is if you put a little bit of time on the front end to make that look or that message or whatever it is consistent. Yeah then it just makes it so much easier every time you sit down in front of that camera, every time mm-hmm. you turn on those lights or whatever it is, mm-hmm. you're not, it's, it has to be easy for you because especially if it's a side hustle, because if it's 30 minutes of setup, every time you want to do something, it ain't going to happen. Right. Right. You got to yeah. make it like where you guys are sitting right now is where you sit. And so, mm-hmm. you know, if you yeah. want to do something right now, you can turn it on and go. And that's, I think the key to it. I yeah. love it. Yeah. It's right along the lines of what we've been talking a lot about, a lot the efficiency, Turn, yeah. really getting these videos up it's getting a good quality video up quickly and there's definitely yeah. ways to do that without you know and you can use technology to do that certainly there's great editing software but if you can yeah. kind of get it right the first time if if you you know you're say a lot of ums and ahs and so and this and you yeah. knows then work on getting just remove that from your try to remove right. that when you're doing yeah. those things Listen to yourself yeah. talking and get better. That's one less thing you have to worry about when you're editing, things like yeah. that. Just those simple things and making sure that do you need a tripod or that? Are you by yourself? Get a good tripod. If you have someone in your family, ask them nicely. Jim Ed, I don't know. Do you ask your wife nicely or not nicely to, to, help, you, <laughs> to, to help you record these videos? Hopefully nicely. Maybe it's not as nice as I thought. She, she's been asking me, hey, is everybody else's wives helping this much? I'm like, oh, yeah, I'm sure they are. The answer is no. My wife says, no, yeah, I know. Yeah. Well, and the, bring your wife up. About I think it. another advantage that, that Marlene and I have is um, is that we do have each other. You know, I mean, a lot of yeah. side hustles I think are where somebody's yeah. working in a vacuum or working alone. Right. So with, yeah. you know, and I think and the nice thing about that is is that Marlene and I have very different ways of going about things too. I'm more, I'm a little bit more. Hey, let's see, what we let's let's roll the ball out. Let's get. <laughs> Ten guys together, let's play ball, right? Yeah. yeah. And Marlene is a lot more calculating and planning, and that's What's good. our game that's, plan? We have good. to have a game plan. But it's a yin and yang, mm-hmm. and I think that we're able it to is. not only play off one another, but we're also 
a lot, you know, we also are able to tell each other, let's put the brakes on whatever that is and let's move. I think we, we yeah. are working from a little bit of an advantage because we have that, just like you right. two have. You have each right. other to kind of, and Jim's wife, of course, to bounce things <laughs> off of. Um, you know, I think I think that helps too. Having an having an ally or two, and somebody who's objective and who can really contribute certainly helps any side hustle. I think. Yeah, and, absolutely. Yeah. And I really believe that, especially when you're doing video, everybody has a different style. Jim, Matt, I don't know what you and how you and your wife do it if you're writing scripts or whatever. But David and I have talked about this. You know, do we do we have a starter card? Do we have a nice logo? What's our you know what's behind us? Like I love the wall behind you. I don't know what that wood is, but it makes me want to you know go like out into the wilderness. It's beautiful. But again, you know, like what yeah. do you look like behind? And and it can be as simple as you know if you were going to do something that's more nature that would be the perfect background right those yeah. kinds of things to think about that i really think help people understand that you know hey there are, are are pretty easy ways that you can give this kind of a look and a feel and one of the other things someone has always said to me if you really struggle you know being on camera and answering or talking ask yourself a question and then answer it that's a really you know easy script simple script way mm -hmm. to get yourself mm -hmm. here's what i'm going to talk about the question i'm going to answer today is fill that in and then go you're always prepping your audience with what their expectations are which i think is good too i guess the only other thing i'd say and as, as you've probably already realized marlene and i have not found a microphone that we didn't love <laughs> i can talk all day just you know cut yeah. me off or, or end the session but also once you start putting content out people are always going to say well what about this what about this what about this how come you mm -hmm. don't do this or how come you don't do that and it's really easy if you if you if you if you write essays and you put and you put them up online somebody goes well i want you i want i want you to read them Okay, well, so I want to read it. Okay, now I want you, why don't you do a podcast? Or do you have this? Or do you have that? And, and that's all fine, mm -hmm. but it's really easy to get caught into that, that, that eddy, that spinning of, oh my God, I got to do this and I got to do this. And then nothing gets done. Yeah. So right. I think the other thing right. is take the steps in that, that are palatable and doable for you right, right. now. Right. And if you decide you want to expand into something else, that's great. But don't just listen to every piece of advice that comes through the window. Because yeah. that's going to that's going to shut everything down ultimately yeah. if you if you listen to all of it yeah that's great advice yeah thank you guys got, so much for yeah i got a lot of a lot of great advice from you guys you know some of the stuff you bring up like for instance you know you, you david you gave the example of you know if your brand is kicking it off in the easy chair then then embrace it and go with it you know i've always started all of my videos with hey this is jim ed from the improvement channel today and you know and that was my youtube channel before now that i'm doing the amazon thing i named my amazon channel the improvement channel yeah i just kind of keep that going i wear the logo that wear yeah. this shirt or a collar right. shirt with this logo on every video perfect you know and, and like you said you know kind of have a backdrop or yeah like i'm showing products a lot so one thing that i noticed that i wasn't doing a good job that you kind of brought up is having either a good backdrop or just a clean area that you're working in. It's so easy mm -hmm. for that. I mean, both of you guys, when I look at your, your video here, everything's neat and clean in the background. There's not a, a pile of junk or trash, you know, yeah, yeah. piling up. It, it, and I, and this, I'm in a shop right now. And this is where I do most of my videos. The rest of the shop's a darn wreck, and it's easy for the yeah. wreck to, to spill into the video. Sure, so, sure. You know, some of the just getting back to basic things yeah. like you're mentioning that are so important yeah. in making quality content. 
But that just goes to show your logo, your look, what you're, how you introduce every time. There's your brand, right? Yeah. People have that. Yeah. They start to connect with you, and they're like, "I like this. I, I know what I'm. I, I, I there's an expectation that you're going to fulfill when I watch one of your podcasts or videos." And I think that's that, that's half of it. You know, getting yeah. you, that's how you start to get those those followers that really connect with you. Yeah, I agree totally. Yeah. Great. Anything else as we sort of wind down here? Any other advice? for our listeners. I think this has been great so far. I really appreciate all the advice you guys have. Yeah. You know, other than just like, I think David made such a good point of it's so easy to get caught up trying to do everything and then you'll do nothing well. Pick those things, pick those areas that fit you and, and, and make sure that you're doing really high quality to build on. I really do think at the end of the day for Amazon, it is not going to be quantity. It is going to be those people who have built a library of quality and they're the ones that are then going to rise to the top. If you can keep that in mind, I think you'll have a better long range plan for the side hustle of of that amazon you know connection really yeah and you guys Love mentioned it. it too you guys mentioned it too authentic authenticity always wins in my book and yeah people can see through the bs and, and also if you're authentic you can you can go to sleep at night knowing you did what you wanted to do versus compromising yeah yeah that's a, that's a, that's exactly right and and we've talked a lot about this actually a lot more recently about amazon influencers it's a program right is is that is this What's going to happen in a couple of years? What's going to happen tomorrow, next year, year after? Is it still going to be around? If it's not around, are you still learning some skills that you can apply to other businesses, right. other right. areas? I think a lot of these people are just have blinders on. And whenever something, oh, the numbers are lower, why is Amazon always changing things and there are people crying? But how about, have you learned some skills? Have you learned how to edit a video, how to shoot a video, how to be yeah. comfortable in front of the camera, how to, you know, when people right. reach out to you, are you negotiating deals, brand deals, as far as doing videos? There's so many things you can take from this. And I think a lot of times people think, just tell me what to do and I'll do it and make money. And then right. when that goes away, mm -hmm. there's stuff. There's, and I've, I've been guilty of doing that a lot. I'm chasing yeah. sort of this little loophole. The loopholes typically close pretty quickly, but I think yeah. we're building a business here. And I think the reason why we're even doing this podcast in the first place is for Amazon influencers. Already, this has sort of been right. a byproduct of Amazon influencers. We have a podcast now. This podcast is, is turning into a course about Amazon influencers, right? And then this course could very well provide the relationships and other opportunities to have other courses in the future, yeah. you know, God willing. That's kind of the That's trajectory. We're hoping to, to take this as far as we can. And, but it's not, it's not just stopping and starting. It makes a lot of side hustles in general, right? You can just do one thing and then that fizzles and then you sort of just quit and just, you know, like start, right. start over again. But ideally the people who are listening to this aren't, aren't just, scrambling around trying to do the shiny object type right. thing where they just get burned out. Jamed. Well, I got a question for y'all. I know y'all are out there to help other people. Where can people find you? And yeah. is there anything out there that we, you guys need to let our audience know? The easiest way to connect with us is to go to goodstoriespublishing.com. For those people that are like, hey, I've, I've, I've got a story. I'm, I've written. A lot of people have written a book and have the, it's on paper and they don't know what to, yeah. where to go. Where, where do I go now? You know, Simon and Schuster didn't, didn't accept my letter. That's, that's a, we're a good place to start. David and I will talk to anyone. They don't have to do anything. We'll talk to them. Then if they're like, hey, I really want to have work with you guys I really want to have a great but if nothing else we will open our open our communication channels to talk to anybody that's interested in publishing a book wonderful what would be the 
the I mean, I think I already know the answer to this, but I'm going to ask it so the audience will know. You know, you can self-publish through Amazon. What would be the um, advantage of working with you guys? We've done so, it. And we've done it. And right. And we've done it multiple times. And yeah. we also know, as Marlene alluded to some of the, what, what we now we call the details, but all of the different, there's a lot right. to it. Right. And, you know, and, it, you know. I, I, I was going to say, in order to, we would help them publish on Amazon. The mm -hmm. gap is really, once you write that story, getting a book published and getting it done well. We, we have really good, you know, we know good um, cover designers. The layout of the book, the way you put the files into Amazon so that the book prints well, how you set that up, getting your ISBN numbers, getting your um, barcodes. Amazon won't accept any self-published book until all that's done. Mm -hmm. And that's a big gap for a lot of people that are writers who don't know how to get that done. And it's not rocket science, but it is, there are, you know, nuances to to being able to actually get the book in print. It's, yeah, easy, you know it, it's easy if you know what you're doing, right? Yeah. Well, right, well, right. You know, my yeah. second thing, time, right? My thing is always, yeah. you know, I own a pipe wrench and some tools, but I'll tell you something, if something blow, if the plumbing blows, mm -hmm. I ain't I ain't touching it. Okay. Yeah. There's yeah. a reason that you hire people. I will tell you that my second book, Amazon rejected my cover design four times before I finally got it right and it was so it was such a tiny little detail that now that I know I'm like yeah okay mm -hmm. that's that that's that million dollar solution that now I know <laughs> yeah yep. right um, and I don't want other people to have to go through that you know yeah. it's do you guys do edit do you edit as well yes that's another yeah. service you provide yep. yeah what happens if you get something that's just like just full of grammatical errors it's just it's and it's 500 pages and you're like oh Did no that actually happened to me, and I actually sat down and talked to them and had a really long talk with them about they, they were not ready to publish. Mm -hmm. And that's always a really difficult discussion, but, uh, you know, if you if you pick anything about David and I, we're honest, yeah. and, you know, we would we wanted to help. But yeah, the, the, I had a, a young author send a book to me, and it was not ready. And, the, yeah, it, that's a tough discussion, but you have to have it because, you know, you can't just push it through. It's not about helping somebody or getting paid to edit and read it's it's about you know i actually we sent it back to him and let him start over again and then and had and and didn't charge it all for that because it just wasn't ready you know it's, yeah. it's one of those things yeah got it well david marlene i really appreciate your time on our podcast yeah. today yeah and good luck with really wish you luck with your, your with your publishing service and thanks i hope you, you get a lot of you know a lot of business from this and really help a lot of authors be able to get their books published pain-free. Great. Yep. Absolutely. Yeah. Thanks for having us on, guys. Thank it was great guys. talking yeah, to you. Thank you. Good it luck was to you guys, too. Yeah, thank yeah. you so much. All right. All right, bye-bye. See ya. Bye. Recording. I know. Sorry we're not recording. We could have just kept that going. All right, three, two, one. Anyway, David and Marlene were great. It, we, we, were, we were just having some side conversation with them after we stopped the recording, but it was, it was really great. Really enjoyed talking with them, and you know, we'll probably we may even have them on in the future, but I just, it's really fun, Jim. I hope you guys who are listening are really enjoying hearing from some different people. It's just amazing. Just, just the everyday people, they're just like, there's lots of people just like Dave Marlene, but they have something unique to offer. And, and I've learned just a ton from them. A lot of the things they've said are things that we are already sort of preaching, which is good. I love the consistency yeah. in the message. It just shows that, you know what, there are some themes that are just universal in business. And I think that's that's something really cool. I think what we heard is be authentic. We heard be consistent and, and you know, and then don't overthink things. Just get things out there. These are all 
major pain points, whatever, getting with getting started with Amazon Influencer, right? All those things. What, what else did you hear from this interview? It's kind of like universal or applies kind of yeah. to Amazon Influencer. Quality. 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 You know, that's something yeah. you and I have been kind of talking about. Hey, yes. you know, we need to be circling back around and talking about quality videos, whatever that means. Quality content, quality audio, quality video, you know, just have it jam-packed with takeaways. People can, you know, good information people are, are, it's valuable for them to see and hear. Because when you're building a brand, like, again, they go to my channel where they're looking at reviews along the bottom and they've already seen this a bunch yep. of times and they've seen a bunch of my videos, they go, oh, I bought that thing over there from, and that guy showed, let me check his video out. Oh yeah, it's exactly what I wanted to know. I know every time I see that logo that I can trust what that guy says and he's gonna give me what I need. Yeah, I love it. And you know, mine's sort of this, the Lancianis or Lanchani, I can't even say my name. There's a lot of different ways to say my name, but Lanchani's, right? And that's something that's, that's when I first bought, one of the courses I bought, that was what was recommended, right? By our, by the person I bought the course from. We talked about Travis Stevenson. I think his was like the Stevensons, whatever that was. Maybe it's, I can, and you can change that anytime you want to. That's the thing. But I usually I say, hey, this is Andrew. And today I'm doing this thing. I like your branding a lot better. You do have a brand just because you have your YouTube and you do improvement. Not everything you're doing is about improvement, right? But it's, it's, it's generic enough that it kind of works, right? And that was the yeah. idea when we come up with the name of that for the YouTube channel. This, the yeah. improvement channel was for YouTube originally. Yeah. I mean, if you look at it and think about it, it's like, that's pretty good that that wasn't taking the improvement channel. Yeah. But don't try typing an improvement channel. You won't find your, yourself on there to type the, who would have thought that's important. But I think my brand is kind of, kind of, it's about coffee. I do a lot of coffee type products. I do dog products. So there's something there, but you know, do I need to change it to something more about that? Not necessarily, but again, the, the brand could just be, this is the Lanjani's. This is, and, and every time I introduce myself, this is Andrew, right? This is Andrew with, and, and I think that's important too, that, you know, people have asked before, oh, can other people do videos for me? It can, but yours is a lot easier to say, cause I was did a video for you one time, remember for, for a product, you need some help with something. I had something that well, you, I guess I can say, you graciously gave it to me and said, Hey, can you give me a review on this? Since you use this type of product, I said, Hey, this is Andrew with the improvement channel. Worked pretty good. But if someone did a review for me, they're, are they going to say, Hey, this is Andrew. No, that's <laughs> like, ah, how are you going to do this? I think your, yours is set up for success there. I, I don't guys don't overthink this again, but there's different ways to do this, but it, it, just based on this conversation with these guys, I need to think maybe a little more about doing some branding here, but I love the advice they had. And the, just a real quick here, the, the quality thing to get a post from someone was wondering about, it was a good post. They basically saying is quality going to sort of trump other things in the future. And because there's a lot of these, you know, the, the 500 video thing where people got a bunch of videos up and we had our guests that talked about a really quick way to do videos. That doesn't necessarily say that they're encouraging just crappy videos, right? But they even admitted that, okay, this is what Amazon asked for. They deliver what Amazon's asking for. Is this every video? Is it going to be just like this? No. However, they did what they did what they need to do to get these videos done. And I think even if, and even if you can get videos out quickly, he even said too, if you can be efficient, you can still get good quality videos up. And I think part of it is like the whole, this is this or that, or if you just want to do, for instance, like say you have several really solid dog products that, that I've reviewed, 
what's to say you couldn't just do two or three of them together in sort of a a nice little quick TikTok-ish type video, and that's going to be on Amazon. You tag three products. Here's my top five products. I said three, but here's my top five favorite products for my dog. And then there's an ear wash thing. Here's some dog food, and here's the dog toy, and here's a, here, a dog brush. All those things could that could very well be a video. Each video was what I took some time to do it. And your compilation of these five, it's still going to be a quality video. So just because you're 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 doing quick versions of these videos doesn't mean that it's it's a shortcut or there's anything wrong with it. So think think that way. It's still yeah. quality. Still quality. Yeah. And to add on to that, you know, as you up your quality, you can also get faster at it. You know, it may take you right. seven minutes to make that minute and a half video. One yeah. day you may you be make be making a slightly better video in five minutes. I'm talking exactly. video edit and ready to upload, you know. Love it. Yeah. yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, this realize there's a trash can right behind me. That's what that's what gave me that idea earlier in the conversation. You've been hiding it the whole time though. That, that's Mandy's. What was it was it was mostly hidden? <laughs> it wasn't until you just now looked around and saw it and mentioned it. That's mostly Mandy's, you know, Mandy's trash that she needs to go through. It's not all trash, actually. Anyway, I'll have a conversation with her later about that. We'll see how it goes. Yeah. <laughs> Mandy, you ruined my podcast. That's no, all good. But hey, anyway, good stuff here, Jim Ed. I think that's it for me. I don't have really anything else to talk about unless you have something yeah. else in mind. Well, you can find us at Facebook group, Side Hustle Heroes HQ. Jump on there, join the group, leave a message. Oh, and don't forget, don't forget, please give us a review, ideally a five-star review. If you enjoy it, we'd love to get that. And then subscribe as well. If you, if you, you know, if you want to be notified, subscribe and yeah, keep being active in the Facebook group. And just another reminder, we have a course coming out soon in January. We don't have the exact date in January yet, but if you go to provenazinfluencer.com, you can sign up there. There's also a, a number that you can actually send a, te a text to, and you'll be notified when the course comes out. We'll leave all that in the show notes. Thanks, Andrew. We'll see you guys on the next one. Peace out.